0: Welcome to the show this morning. So, how's it in your world? (laughs) Every day seems like a new adventure, doesn't it? Yay! Or not so yay sometimes. It's been busy, of course, aren't we all? Lots of 4-H stuff happening in my world this last week. I have to tell you, I was getting a little frustrated with it all Just, yeah, I was deciding if, you know, it was even a good fit anymore and just frustrated. And it wasn't with the kids. And then I got to spend time with just the kids, and it was all better. (laughs) So when things are frustrating you and you're feeling like, oh, I am so done, give it a little bit of time. The energies are changing so quickly, and if you pay attention and if you understand and just take those moments to be, you will get your answers. Um, being empathic, you know, sometimes I just want to shut it all off and hibernate and not see people. And I w- was peopling a lot this last week, and it's challenging. It's challenging. It's challenging. Um, I feel what they're feeling, I know what's going on, and I have to be aware. Be aware of what I'm feeling, being aware of what's the deal,
1: and knowing what's
0: my energy and what is not my energy. Makes sense? Um, Lots of big deep breaths, Um, feeling overwhelmed, and just, just needing to take that time to separate. surviving it
1: don't let anything dull your sparkle we all
0: hear that so when you're an empath you're here to bring light seems simple but it's not Um <laughs> being an empath we want everyone to be happy everyone to live a good life and we often know how they can do that but other people resist or aren't interested, and it can devastate us. It's something we really have to be aware of and be discerning about. Like it's tough sometimes to navigate these energies because as much as the energies we get are not so fun, we do get so many that are. We feel what other people are feeling, but we also get to feel all the good stuff. And often we discount that, and we need to reevaluate that positive just because the negative feels like it needs more attention. Make sense? When we get to feel the sunlight, we feel it more intensely than other people. That's a benefit of being an empath. We feel what we're feeling, and we often try to um, discount it or ignore it. And that doesn't work. It just doesn't. We have to feel what we're feeling,
1: let it ride through,
0: just, and then let it go. I was um, watching a show the other day, and this lady was talking about how um, she didn't want to feel her pain, so she did a ton of self-help. And she was hilarious. She's like, I did hydrotherapy, hypnotherapy, meditation. I had a demon released from my colon. And she went on and on. And it was so funny. But her point was that she did all these things to try not to feel the pain. But once she stopped and just felt it, it did get better. How often are we just not wanting to feel what we're feeling because we're not sure how to deal? And being an empath, when you feel what everybody's feeling, it's completely overwhelming. Completely overwhelming. And we hear a lot about energy vampires. I talk a lot about energy vampires because it's something I had to learn the hard way. There's just some people that are energy vampires in your life. Now, I'm going to talk about the extreme ones because I've been dealing with them. They are not interested in you, interested in what you can do for them. There is no reciprocity in that situation. It's what you can do for them, how you can feed their energy so they feel good about themselves. Narcissism, absolutely but I was listening to a really interesting talk with Dr. Christiane Northrup, and she was saying that there's been studies of the brain for these people with these personality disorders, like the psychopaths and, you know, along that line and how they present as energy vampires. And it's not childhood wounds. It's not situation that's happened to them. They were born that way. They were born that way. So nothing you do to help them will change that. And I, I have some of those people in my life, but I've completely disengaged from them because it was a harsh lesson. And I, just, I, I can't help them, and my need to help just gets me into trouble with it. Does that make sense? I am a healer. I have an innate need or life purpose, whatever you want to call it, to help people that want my help. And that was a harsh lesson because they don't want my help. And if they can make me angry or try to make me look bad, that's what they're going to do because it feeds their energy and they like it. And energy vampires of this nature show up in so many different forms whether it's male, female, they have a need to be who they are and they have no compassion, they don't own up to their mistakes, they don't want to change, they feel they're perfectly awesome exactly how they are and how dare you disagree and we have to simply, yeah, not simple at all, can do it as it is simple, know that and know that that's who they are and we can't change them, we can't rescue them, we can't help them. What we can do is honor ourselves by honoring who they are in the world and letting them be them because we don't have a choice. And taking care of ourselves. You cannot help an energy vampire. Because they don't want it, And they make you tired. So if you've been following along for a while now. <laughs> it's been like six years I've been doing this radio show. Vlogs. And I was like full of you know, advice and wisdom, and I, it was wildly successful, and then I got life tired, I got tired because there was just some people that I was experiencing in my world who weren't positive, it got ugly, and as an empath, I was devastated. I wouldn't have done to them what they did to me. But how do you not take that personally? Because we are not sociopaths or psychopaths. We are empaths. And we can't not take it personally. It's just who we are. And so we have to develop tools and spiritual practices to deal with these energies without letting it get to us. So as I'm listening to um, the talk Dr. Christian Rothrope was giving, um, the host asked her a really, really fascinating question. He said, can an empath become an energy vampire? And she said, no. And then she said, wait a minute, yes when you become so entangled with the helping and the rescuing that you yourself drain your energy so far that you become an energy vampire to try to build yourself back up. Wow, right? Wow. Now, the difference is that you weren't born that way. This was circumstantial. So you can change it. You can fix it. We have to practice really good boundaries so we don't get that far. I was feeling that way though. Like, I don't know, maybe I was becoming an energy vampire. I don't know. I was just listening to this and I was like, whoa, mind blown. So fascinating. So I need to process that a little more and see where absolutely in my life where I became an energy vampire because I needed other people's. Adulation, what they said about me to fill me up. But having a business, that's kind of your goal, isn't it? Being wildly popular. But I couldn't handle the people that were sabotaging. And she was talking about how she would, you know, write things on a Facebook page about gratitude, and then the trolls would show up and be like, oh, that's just white privilege, and wow. Wow. I did come to some realizations since all that happened. It's been, what, two, three years? I took a break. I took a break from being so much online because I needed to reevaluate. I needed to reset and recharge my own energy. And maybe I'll write blogs again. Maybe I won't. I haven't decided. I always have really good ideas, and I start writing them, and then I'm like, ugh, maybe not yet. Okay, so some tools for that. I took a break. I reset my energy because I could see what was coming. When someone or some people want to, like, bring you down or attack you, they're going to do what they can because they want to get that rush of energy. And so I just disengaged completely, and that's how I handled it. Is it the right way? Don't know, but it was for me. Still is. I'm not online a ton. I have times when I am. I really don't advertise my business the way I used to. I just I don't have... I don't have it in me right now. I mean, it hasn't affected my business, though. I have as many clients as I want. Because I know what my purpose is. It's to help others see their divine energies, help other empaths navigate this crazy world we live in. Okay, so I disengaged so I could reset my energy. I did a lot of self-care. I did things that lifted my energy that made me happy, like hanging out with my cows makes me very happy. Because I realized I was getting caught up in the shoulds and the have-tos in having a business. And it's interesting to me because I'm seeing other people who are wildly successful going through this same kind of shift. It's like they got tired and they're just not sure what they want to do or how they want to present themselves in the world, but at the same time, they've built it up so much that they don't know how to let go or shift it without letting other people down, which makes sense, right? As an empath, our biggest challenge is how it feels when we let somebody else down, or we perceive that we're letting them down. That's why we have trouble having boundaries. Say no. And you have to practice it. You have to practice saying no so that you know how it feels when it's right and how it feels when maybe you could have said yes. But you won't know until you know. That's the theme of our world right now. You don't know until you do know. It's definitely an experience experience. We're here to experience. And again, you don't know until you know. And then you move forward from that. I'm experiencing where I'm like, ooh, sticky situations. I want to fix something. I want to make it better. And I can't. It's not up to me. It's I am in this situation to be an observer and that's not always comfortable for me. In this last three years, I've had to learn that. Not everything is my responsibility. As an empath, that's tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. But I promise you, take a nice breath in and say to yourself, not everything is my responsibility. Repeat that again. Not everything is my Responsibility. Ooh, how's that feeling in your body? Some of you are just not ready for that, which I get. Took me a a, a lot of self awareness to get there. Some things are just for you to observe and get those spectacular aha moments. They're coming pretty quickly, aren't they? kind of amazing, that part. You're like, oh, oh, that's how that is. We're all part of this energy, all of us, and we get to use it. And we get to decide where we spend our energy just as much as we get to decide where we spend our money. And sometimes it's going to be just a learning thing where we wish we wouldn't have spent our money or energy there, but we did get insights. You're not wrong. You're here to learn and experience and grow. We're all students, all of us. We may not like it. We may want to be more advanced than we are, but here we are. Just when you think you have it all figured out. (laughs) Surprise. It is crazy, like frustrating at times, but that's part of the deal. Part of the deal. So being an empath, again, when you feel all these energies, try to sort through what is actually yours and what you're picking up from other people. Zip your chakras, zip from your pelvis over your head so that you can discern. We all have I call it like a short attention span. I was just thinking this morning as I was, you know, going about my morning chores about and stuff that I learned from somebody, and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Huh. 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 I need to start doing that again, because that was a really good tip. And I just remembered it again this morning. Like, we are so um, information that we have to constantly sort through it. But I tell you what, you got this and you can. Um, when someone's in a state of hypnosis, which we go in and out of several times a day, it's when they get an overwhelming abundance of messages and it kind of triggers your subconscious to sort through it. Our subconscious knows. We know. Our soul knows. We need to get in touch with those parts of ourselves so we have that firm foundation as an empath to navigate our world. Because we're here to shine our light. And we're shining our light on things that we may not like. We're shining our light on people in situations that don't want to be lit up. But we can't not do it. I'm sure that if we could stop, we would. I've tried, I've tried, I've hibernated, I've stayed just on my ranch, my husband always laughs, it's hard to get me to leave, and still crazy situations show up and present themselves to me. You can't avoid it, even if you avoid peopling. (laughs) It will still happen. So don't hide, (laughs) unless it's for self-care. It will still happen, and that's okay. I mean, we are here to learn and grow. Our soul wants to grow. Okay, so survival tools, let's guided meditation. Totally do. We're going to do the chakra cleanse today because we need to make sure our energies are cleared and clean so we can go about clearing and cleaning others. Because as an empath, that's what we're here to do. Brighten and cleanse. Brighten and cleanse. Cleanse and brighten. Do you want it that way. We're here to be sparkly. The challenge is not to let it overwhelm you. The challenge is to be discerning about when to throw your sparkle and when it's time not to throw your sparkle because you just need to step away from that energy vampire. And here's the thing. As more empaths are realizing that's who they are, We always have opposites. We're becoming more aware of who the energy vampires are. And it will surprise you. The energy vampire can be the blonde church-going mom who just has a destructive need to bring other people down with sugar-coated phrases. The energy vampire can be, you know, that business owner who, you know, just wants, to be liked and well thought of and will do anything behind the scenes that he, has, that he feels he has to to make that happen. And he's not concerned about it being destructive. As far as he's concerned, he's entitled, I guess is the word, that to do what he wants to do and to feel how he wants to feel and too bad for you. But he doesn't even think it that way. He doesn't have that that piece in his brain of compassion or being able to empathize with somebody else. We um, are trying to encourage people to use their voices,
1: still those that
0: feel some people should be seen and not heard. It's definitely a time of contrast, right? And it has been, like probably for the last five years I've been talking about this. You are here as an earth angel. How many of us feel like we came from someplace else, that earth isn't our home planet? I send tons of people to lightconnection.org to get their readings to find out what other planets they're from because it's amazing, and there's a lot of us that feel that way. And she's so talented. But we're here, and that something does not have to be on a stage or on a billboard. It can be just being you, helping your friends, helping your neighbors, having a business that lights you up so that you're an inspiration without even Crying that hard. When we have a business, we're taught that you have to have a brand. And as I was again doing my morning chores, because of course I do my best thinking then, I was thinking about my own brand. I'm pretty unique. I don't know any other psychic cowgirls. There is one in Australia who asked to use it, and I, I don't know, didn't know what to say. I just, I didn't even reply because I trademarked this and worked hard to trademark it and build this business, but whatever. I'm not going to make a fuss about it because it wasn't that to me, I guess. I don't know. But
1: I don't know that
0: she actually has, like, a ranch or cows. I didn't investigate it that much. But I do have a very unique perspective and business and brand At the same time, it's also a detriment to me. I'm not mainstream. I'm not um, relatable to everybody, right? Not everybody would get what my psychic cowgirl life is like. And so for me to band on that, I had to come to some realizations about it. What do I truly want? What would I sacrifice to have more business or make more money with my business? And I realized um, I like it exactly how it is. I don't want to sacrifice anything. I don't want to sacrifice time with my family. I don't want to travel. I don't want to sacrifice calving season. I don't want to sacrifice not being here at home with my animals and my family, that was huge. Because in the line of work that I'm in, to expand and to reach more people, I would have to travel. Not have to. One of the options, I guess. And I realized that that's not what I want to do. So like 10 years ago when I was creating this business, One of the things I wanted was I wanted a business that I could do from home. I wanted to be here, and that has not changed. And I'm doing it. But as an empath, we can not see how well we're doing because we're so caught up in the energy of everything else. I don't know if that makes sense. We can, like, dismiss Dismiss how we've set things up. Dismiss how well we're doing because we get stuck in that energy of it never being enough. Because an empath, we can feel that all the time, right? We can. And we have to be careful or be aware, I guess. Be aware of that. Be aware of that need to always do more, to, you know,
1: please everybody,
0: I guess. Rescue everybody. Be the person that everybody turns to because you can get addicted to rescuing. As an empath, that's a very real thing, Concerning and have our own boundaries. And sometimes saying no feels super uncomfortable. But when you're dealing with energy vampires, you can't fix them. I was completely fascinated, though, that it's they're born that way. There's something in their brain that they don't have these certain pieces or energies of compassion or understanding. I can't remember all the details. Google Christian Northrup if you want to listen to it. It was really good. In fact, I think I want to buy it and listen to it over and over again so that I can get more understandings. Because one thing she said was that when you're an empath and you're dealing with an energy vampire, they want you to feel it's all your fault. You're the one who's not doing what what they need you to do to make them feel better. You're the one who's failing. You're the one not doing your part. And that's just not true. It's just not true. But they make us feel that way. It's up to us to not feel that way. Tricky, 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 tricky.
1: So how do
0: we deal with that? Make a list of things you have accomplished. Make a list of what you've been successful at. Focus more on the good things you've done and the things that lift you up and you um, may dismiss as, oh, everybody can do that, but it's not true. Try not to let them get to you, but it's not, it's not easy. Not easy at all. Not everybody is an energy vampire, but as an empath, you certainly do attract them. We just really, it's an energy thing. So another way to attract them less is to raise your vibration be the light, be happy. You lift your vibration, and then they are kind of repelled.
1: Energy vampires don't like
0: the light. Energy vampires don't like to be seen as who they are because they're super uncomfortable. They don't like to be called out. And as soon as you do, well, you're the horrible human being, and they will do everything they can to try to destroy you. They're very defensive, very defensive. And try to stay, you know, neutral with them. It is definitely to your benefit. Definitely to your benefit. It's tricky. It is. We want to go in the world, be light, do good, have fun while we're at it. And not everybody is on board with that. So work at attracting those that are and repelling those that aren't. Say no. Repeat after me. No. Not everything is my responsibility or everyone. Spend time with in order to protect your energy and to do good in the world. Make sense? And as always, freeze name. <laughs> yes, it is my favorite. And <laughs> never gets old. Never gets old. And be sassy. Be sassy. Yeah, so funny. I'm still laughing, if you listened to last week's show, I'm still laughing about um, one juicy little part. He was talking about um, using ozone to heal wounds and stuff. And he's telling me about a wound he got and it created like his back is a little bit misshapen. And the dude comes and stands in front of me, puts his butt in my face and bends over so I can see how his back is misshapen and telling me that he feels that if he would have had these treatments available to him way sooner, then that wouldn't have happened. Um, what? I, I get what you're coming, where you're coming from, but I really don't see the purpose in having your butt in my face, buddy. Like seriously, the whole thing was just so amazing, so amazing. In a yeah, that's a hard no kind of way. Hard no. Practice your hard nos. Not everybody gets to enjoy your energy. You get to decide. You do. And now, I do know that we can get caught up in money semantics. So, let's see. I could have looked at it. Well, I already invested a significant amount of money in this appointment. Like, I don't really want to waste that. So I'm going to continue with this situation even though I don't like it. How often have you done that? As an empath, we can get caught up in those weird energies of um, not wanting to disappoint, not wanting to, you know, lose money, not wanting to have a, like, we see it as a failure in ourselves for not knowing better, but that's not what it is. It's not what it is. We also have to experience things to know about them. Huge realizations when you figure that out. Oh.
1: Because once
0: an experience is had, once you have it, it's yours to keep forever, and you get to reference it forever and learn more. Make sense? So I'm just going to recap some of the tools. Focus on the positive things, things that lift you up and make you joyful. Really own them. Really relish them. Really enjoy them because we can get so caught in the negativity that we forget to do that. Make sense? Say no. Say no. If hanging out with someone makes you tired, say no because they're an energy vampire for you and it's not good or bad it's just part of our learning and our being in this world but we experience them they have a purpose too we may not like it cuz those types of people do get certain things done in our world that we can't but we also get to pick and choose how and when we engage with them all right so kind of lost track of time okay I want to make sure we have time for our chakra cleanse because I don't know about you, but I sure need it this week. All right. So give yourself a nice big breath in. Sit back in your chair. Uncross your legs. Close your eyes. Begin breathing very deeply. Taking full, deep breaths. And with every breath you exhale, you'll become more deeply relaxed. Breathing deep. Concentrate now on the top of your head. Feel an energy there. This energy may feel heavy, it may feel warm, it may feel tingly. We're going to use this energy of relaxation and move it from the top of your head down over your forehead eyelids, and jaw, deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice. Pay no attention to any sound except for the sound of my voice, for these sounds are everyday sounds of life and cannot distract or disturb you but will tend to relax you and allow you to go even deeper into this deep, heavy relaxation. This heavy feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders and down your back and through your chest area. Deeply relaxing. Deeply relaxing. Breathing becomes very deep, gentle, and rhythmic, and this drowsy, sleepy, daydreaming feeling of relaxation takes over, drifting down deeper and deeper, and your arms, hand, and fingers are relaxing. Your stomach muscles are relaxing. And this nice relaxation moves into your hips, to your legs, down your shins, Your ankles, your feet, and into your toes. Deeply, deeply relaxed. I'm going to count from five down to zero, and you're going to be even more relaxed when we get to zero. Five, letting go. Four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Now we're going to visualize or imagine deep thick roots growing at the bottom of our feet. Deep, 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 deep into Mother Earth. Deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the earth. Now imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from those roots. There will be two into the bottom of each foot, traveling up your leg. You may feel a warm tingling sensation, higher past your knees, into your thighs, and then both balls of this white light join together at your root chakra. Let's clean that root chakra can visualize it as a red bar. You can just feel what you're feeling. We're gonna spin it and we're gonna clean it until it's nice, shiny, and sparkly red. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Whew. little more. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. A bit more. Excellent. Whew. Let's give that some more That one's all clean. Let's go to our sacral chakra. Located midway between your navel and the base of your spine. It can be an orange ball of light. Let's clean that one. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. <sighs> nice. Okay, so that one's all nice and clean. Let's move up to our solar plexus chakra. This one can be yellow. Let's clean that one. This is where our self direction, self esteem, and power of transformation live. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning, <sighs> nice. cleaning, cleaning, excellent. Cut a little more sometimes help stepping into our power. Cleaning, cleaning. Good job. All right. Now if that one's all clean, let's move up to our heart chakra. We're going to clean that one. Cleaning, cleaning. As an empath, we can feel things here way more personally. So let's get this all clean. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Okay, Now that one's all clean Let's go up to our third eye chakra Located in our forehead Let's clean this one Until it's nice and shiny Cleaning, cleaning Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. Cleaning, cleaning. Having this one clean and clear will help us discern our messages and figure stuff out. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. All right. Now that one's nice and clean. Let's go to our crown chakra. Let's clean this one. This is where our faith is. We want to always keep our faith, even when our world feels crazy. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, 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 excellent. Okay, take a nice breath in. Visualize or imagine that ball of light, top of your head, and we're going to move it down, down through the top of your head, through your forehead, down over your eyelids. clearing and cleansing and giving you energy as it moves, this moves down. Down through your face, down through your throat, down through your neck, down through your chest, filling you with light and love and understanding and clarity. Down through your tummy. Ooh, nice. Down through your pelvis. The ball of light's going to split into two. Go down through your thighs, past your knees, through your shins. Out the bottoms of your feet, deep, 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 deep into Mother Earth. Deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Whew. Now that you're all cleansed and you're ready to focus on the rest of your week and see how things play out, be strong, make sure you're doing that self-care, practice your boundaries, say no thank you, dibs out, all that stuff. It's it's just interesting. We're here for a purpose, so let's just shine our light and see what happens.
1: All All right, right. well,
0: enjoy, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.